0: That, of course, friends, is Providence, Rhode Island. She is one Hannah Garrison of Wear Your Music and a multi-talented serial entrepreneur. Wear Your Music makes music memorabilia from used and donated materials in an effort to help green the music industry, connect fans to musicians, and raise money for charities around the globe. In addition to her current entrepreneurial ventures, Garrison spearheads a success-accelerating consulting practice anchored by a team of entrepreneurs who are changing the world. Via group and private session work, they offer strategy, clarity, and organizational help to individuals and businesses. Her services have helped startups to Fortune 500 companies avoid mishaps, beat their competitors to market and build financially sound roadmaps to success. For our conversation today, we're going to take a little bit of a divergent path. Instead of discussing an album, we are going to talk about a cultural icon, specifically the Queen of Pop. Of course, we are talking about Madonna and the imprint she has left on our guest today. Madonna founded the company Maverick in 1992. It included Maverick Records, one of the most successful artist-run labels in history. Her other ventures include fashion brands, children's books, health clubs, and filmmaking. She contributes to various charities, having founded Ray of Light Foundation in 1998 and Raising Malawi in 2006. So without further ado, Hannah, welcome to Cover to Cover. It's so great to have you here today.
1: Hi Matt and thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to be here amongst the many wonderful guests that you've had on your show.
0: Oh, thank you. So, we're going to be talking about Madonna today. She's a global icon. I really want to know from you and for you to describe for our listeners the origins of where your music if you could.
1: Well, where your music has a funny behind the scenes story and A lot of us today don't use Craigslist anymore, but about 15 years ago, Craigslist was like the highlight of most people's lives. We were watching the internet unfold and this business, this amazing concept came out of a Craigslist ad. And so it's a really fun story for me to tell because I was just looking for jobs for my cousin, for a place to live for my cousin. Basically, my cousin was living with me, and I wanted him out of my house. And I met the person who was to become my business partner through a Craigslist ad that he had posted, looking for someone to do amazing things with guitar strings. From there, we built this incredible business. And What Where Your Music Does just to give our listeners a little bit of background, is we create guitar string memorabilia, specifically bracelets and pendants and wearable memorabilia, out of the strings of acclaimed music musicians. And so we pull the strings off their guitars, and we make them into wearable memorabilia that fans can wear for years and years to come.
0: That's an amazing experience that you know, an avid concert goer or uh, a musician that really looks up to an artist can enjoy and appreciate for an incredibly vast amount of time. I, I love what your organization is about.
1: It's been a great, great process to work through the design, talking to the musicians, developing relationships with the customers and the fans. And that isn't all. So one of the biggest foundations of the business is that it is a philanthropic endeavor. So the money raised by the sale of every single piece goes to a charity that was chosen by the artists themselves.
0: We are talking with Hannah Garrison, uh, the CEO of where your music here on cover to cover with Matt Tarka. And we're going to soon be talking about Madonna relatively soon. I want to ask you a follow-up question about where your music. From a little bit of research that I've done, uh, your organization began in 2004. What's changed and and what's remained the same since the inception of Warrior Music?
1: I feel like the most important thing that I could tell you about would be my hair, because my hair is really, really different.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How much has it changed?
1: (laughs) It's totally gone gray. I don't understand what's happened. No, honestly, when I started the business, I had to actually calculate this. You said 2004, and I'm sitting here like trying to do math in my head based on the year I was born. When I started this project, I was 22 years old. Yeah. A baby. Yeah. So I think a lot has changed, and a lot has changed in the world, right? That was the beginning of e-commerce. I like was right there when e-commerce was first happening, and we were paying, you know, Thousands of dollars to have custom websites built. There was no out of the box. It, nothing was easy. So, e commerce itself has gone through an incredible learning curve. The music industry has gone through so much change. It's so funny to step back, you know, almost 20 years later and see the changes. When I started, I was 22. Uh, you know, in that process, I've gotten married. I've had two kids. I've moved. It's mm-hmm. so my life is different. It's just, it's interesting to be able to see the fabric of that business against my life and of course the business has changed and evolved as i have so a few years ago i bought out my business partner and i'm the sole owner of where your music now and we had a fabulous partnership i i couldn't have done any part of this business without him he was at the time we started the business my partner was the president and publisher of the jam band magazine relics sure and that was really, he introduced us to our first artists. He helped us secure the first strings. He believed in me as an entrepreneur. He believed in me as a designer. And without his investment of time and trust, I don't think that this would have taken off the same way.
0: Friends, we are talking with Hannah Garrison of Where Your Music right now on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarka. We're learning about the origins of Where Your Music, and we're also going to be speaking about a global icon named Madonna, a.k.a. the Queen of Pop. Um, Hannah, before we officially began our conversation, you had kind of casually mentioned that you once dressed up as Madonna for Halloween. Uh, Can you tell our listeners uh, what songs of hers were inspiring for you at that particular moment in time? And a second question that I would like to tack on to that is, when those tunes are on the radio or a part of your playlist, Do they take you back to a certain time in your life?
1: So first of all, I have to admit that I totally lied to you. No. I didn't dress up as her once for Halloween.
0: Okay. How many times? Six. Six.
1: Six consecutive years, Matt.
0: Unbelievable.
1: So right, most people were like dressing up as a princess and the next year they'd be a ghost and I was Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. Madonna for a while I would pretend that Madonna was my mother and Michael Jackson was my father.
0: Were you following the tr- fashion trends of Madonna by chance or
1: I mean I was I was young for Madonna, okay? So she had come out when the year I was born, I guess, was the year when Holiday and Lucky Star and Borderline and the original Madonna all came out. So I wasn't really quite allowed to dress like Madonna. Until I was about nine. Okay. And that's when I got my first cone-shaped leopard print bra. Hmm.
0: So if you're nine, you're in fourth grade?
1: Yeah, I definitely wasn't allowed to wear it to school. Okay. Because I have a 10-year-old now, and I definitely don't think that I would trust her to wear the Madonna lace gloves and the Madonna cone-shaped bra but, you know, I grew up in New York City, and I grew up when MTV was taking off, and those music videos were everything. You'd get dressed in the morning to the music videos. You asked, when, when those songs come on my playlist or when they come on the radio, it totally brings me back. Sure. It totally brings me back. There is no part of me that doesn't go right back to, you know, the music video release of Vogue. Or the amazing performances that she would put on at awards shows. She was a very formidable and formative character.
0: That leads me to another question that I'd like to ask you. So from an early age, you're dressing like Madonna. It's taking you back to your formative stages in life, if you will. Were you aware of the impact that Madonna was having right then and there on popular culture, whether it's fashion whether it's just about the image that she wants to project even her business acumen with so much creative control behind her music were you um were you acutely aware of those things at the time
1: I don't I don't think it was in the forefront of my mind at that age I think that I saw a strong and powerful and influential female figure in the music industry but I don't think I knew what kind of grit it had taken her to get there and what kind of grit it took to be that kind of person in the music industry. I was a seven-year-old, right? Asking, you know, a little seven-year-old Jewish girl from New York asking my parents for a crucifix. So now when I think about that in marketing terms, like that worked, man. She sold that. Big time. (laughs) Big time. Big time. Incredibly.
0: So- Madonna has established creative control with her music and business endeavors, and that includes the launch of her own label known as Maverick Records. Um, That label in particular launched the successful career of another global female musical icon, which Alana S'moreset comes to mind via her Jagged Little Pill era. Um, Do you think that Madonna's approach to her businesses as, and as well as her philanthropic work whether it's with Ray of Light or Raising Malawi has informed your work in some ways uh, via where your music or other entrepreneurial outlets that you are involved with
1: Undoubtedly without these women who paved the way with their entrepreneurial success in the music industry I don't think that the music industry would have ever been able to receive women as well it is still a challenge, and I'm still in the minority as a woman in the music industry. But if we look at, you know, Maverick was, ri- was founded in 92, I think. And it is still to date one of the most successful artist, artist-run labels in history. And the key words there are artist-run. Mm-hmm. That's a big shift, right? She took a lot of what was going on in the in- industry and she turned it on its head. She turned touring. She became this huge touring sensation with the highest gross gross tours. Like she printed money in the music industry. And in those days and still today, being able to turn eyes on you into dollars is a very, very valuable skill. And that's the same thing in any entrepreneurial venture. So I think that if I'm able to emulate just a little tiny fraction of her entrepreneurial success, right? She combines, you talked about philanthropy. She combines her efforts as a humanitarian, so many different specialties. She's what I'd call, I mean, she's a pop star. She's the queen of pop, but she's also so much more than that, right? She's She's acted. She's a businesswoman. She's produced. She's dance. She came to this through dance. Mm-hmm. She's a film director. She's an author. There is so much that she's done in her career that it really just blows the ceiling off.
0: We're speaking with Hannah Garrison of Where Your Music Here on Cover to Cover today. We are we're talking about Madonna. It's you know I, I paused there for a second because of the amount of things that she has accomplished over the course of her career and how she's affected popular culture as a whole on such a, a grandiose scale. Um, she's evolved over the years as an artist uh, from the mid-'80s to through today. She's been provocative. She's introspective. She's mysterious, and even at times playful with her imagery and her music videos and lyrics. Um, Hannah, in your opinion, how has Madonna... How do you think she is? I mean, you touched on a lot of different things, but how has she also impacted just business as a whole for women in general? And how has she continued to set the stage for live touring acts?
1: I think the biggest thing that she's done is that she's granted women permission. She's granted a whole host of artists who came up under her permission to be themselves, to embrace their bodies, to embrace their artistic sensibilities. And I mean, I just what just popped into my mind was: Do you remember the video for Cherish?
0: Um, refresh my her- memory. Yeah,
1: it was her Brits, and there was a mermaid.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay,
1: so black and white, her Brits. You know, this very iconic, sand-covered, multi-racial, multi-species. I mean, who was doing this? In the late 80s, nobody. She was having these conversations that were well ahead of their time. And I mean, it had a mermaid in it, right? Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. a young girl and it had a mermaid. No brainer right there. Right. But what I didn't understand at that point, but what what has now been kind of contextualized over this amazing, immense career that she's had is that she was doing something you know, as, as somebody who was changing the language and changing the cultural implications of what was going to be communicated through music and through music video and through music video and, music video and fashion.
0: And what's comfortable. to the vast And what's width.
1: uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. So how, how can we make people, how can we make discomfort? Okay. And even optimal. And she did that with with throughout her career.
0: We are chatting with Hannah Garrison here on Cover to Cover, all about Madonna, all about this, the profound impact that Madonna has had as an entrepreneur, as an artist, um, you name it. Madonna has dipped her toes in the pool and has just continued to find so much success in anything that she sets her mind to. What questions, Hannah, would you ask Madonna if you had the opportunity to meet up for dinner and drinks? Unless you've had the opportunity to meet her before, what would you say to her?
1: Can I please, 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 please have your guitar strings? (laughs) No, I have not had the opportunity to meet Madonna. I have met a number of the musicians on our roster of musicians that donate their guitar strings. I've met a number of them. I've left. I can't even, I would be embarrassed to tell you the number of voice messages I've left for Madonna's management company and her record label and any phone number or email address or mailing address that I can find. Because I think that, first of all, if I got her guitar strings, it would be really, really, really hard for me to actually sell them. Mm-hmm. So if we were out, you know, for dinner and drinks, would that mean I already had her guitar strings or would I have to be hustling her for her guitar strings at the dinner?
0: I think you have her strings in this scenario.
1: Oh my God. If I have her strings in that Mm -hmm. scenario, then Mm -hmm. like we're besties already. Right.
0: Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. This is like, it's funny because my husband makes fun of me consistently because sometimes I don't know who the musicians I'm working with are. And I will go backstage to meet someone and I will be talking to the musician directly and have no idea that I'm talking to the musician and be like, yeah, 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 I'm looking for so-and-so's manager whose name is blah, blah, blah. And they're like, "Uh, I'm the person. And I was like, oh, that's funny because I have no idea because my head is in the sand. I don't have like the fan thing going on with any of the musicians that participate. Actually, with no musicians in the world other than Madonna. So I think this would be a really unique situation where... Like, I was the total fangirl.
0: Would you talk to her about business first or would you want to talk about, you know, a song or two that's, that, that inspired you? I'd probably get down on the what, floor the yeah.
1: and kiss her feet. <laughs> I mean, like, that's that's the level we're at here. Like, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of talking. It's mostly just going to be like a worship hour. Nice. <laughs> How can you ask someone like that for, you know, career advice? Oh Madonna, well, you know, I've done this project, I've done this project, I sold the business last year. You know, what should I do next? What's she gonna say? What's she gonna do next?
0: You never know what she's going to do next. She is the preeminent entertainer. She's always she's constantly reinventing herself, and she never seems to have that sadly, that social stigma that's attached to her about what her age might be. Nobody cares about her age. People are wondering what she's going to surprise her fans with next.
1: It's incredible. I mean, going back to women in the music industry and going back to age in the music industry and going back to the age of women, I think that there's always this kind of black cloud that hangs over the aging of women in a lot of different industries, and it's in entrepreneurship too, right? You're in your heyday in your 30s, and if you haven't made your first five million by the time you're in your 30s, then what's going to happen in your 40s? But I think that that concept is fading over time, and that a lot of people like Madonna are are, are showing us again, once again, she's going to age, and show us that we all have permission to age because she aged. She does each thing and then we get to do it. She does this, then we get permission to do it. She is like this mother figure that just keeps giving us eternal permission to be who we are.
0: We are chatting with Hannah Garrison here on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarka about the queen of pop. That of course is Madonna. Um, Hannah, are there any questions that you wished I would have asked you today?
1: I wish that you would have shared a little bit with me about what you think about Madonna.
0: Well, certainly she's a global icon. She's made just, to me, she's made an incredible impact on young women. She shows from a, she's kind of genre bending musically, I think. Um, at, At her core, to me, she's a singer songwriter. And I, you know, sometimes that has a weird stigma to it, but, you know, she writes all of her own music. She is she has total creative control. I'm sure she has a lot of production control, too, in the way that she wants her recordings to sound. So, you know, from that perspective, as an artist, I really just admire the way that she takes the things that really inspire and influence her and brings that into the recording studio.
1: I think the word that you said that is most important in terms of her entire life is creative control. Those words, just that she always took that creative control. There was no one putting words into her mouth. There was no one putting sounds ahead of her. She really brought all the creativity and retained the control. And that goes back to talking about Maverick Records, right? Letting the artists and the individual people speak their truth.
0: Hannah, Garrison of Where Your Music, it has been such a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you so much for stopping by the program. I learned so much about you, about Where Your Music, and how much Madonna has impacted your personal and professional life.
1: And now you know what you're going to be for Halloween.
0: All right. My thanks to Hannah Garrison for taking some time to stop by Cover to Cover today. For all of you listeners out there, thank you very much. And please remember to hit that subscribe button on that device in which you listen to your favorite podcasts, whether it's Apple Google, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you dial into your favorite podcasts. Take a moment to tell some of your friends or some of your family about our show. Let us know how much you like the show by giving us a good rating. That'll certainly help us appear higher in search results. And feel free to drop us a line at hello at cover dot cover com. Intro and outro music of our podcast is produced by Jarrett Nicolay at Mixtape Studios in Northern Virginia. We hope you discovered some new music perhaps rekindled your love for an old forgotten song and shared a good moment with us as we continue to sonically explore a world from cover to cover.